What's up, everybody? This is the Hodgepodge of Nothingness podcast, and I am David Korb. Uh, rough game to watch last night, guys. Is you felt like the the Pirates had a chance um, to sneak in and and come back and win this one, and they just let it slip away. Um, my takeaways from the game is they lost six to one. Uh, the first thing that hits me really is is the first inning. I mean, the Swinsky air. Uh, he just had a rough night in center field. I mean, there was another ball that, that was shallow that he had time to get under catch. I, I don't know if he lost it in the light or what happened, but he didn't go for that ball either. But Swinsky had a, a rough night in general, just but fielding-wise, he had a rough night, just didn't have it. Um, then you got you know Rich Hill with the balk. I honestly did not understand the balk call. I mean, to me, he... He came set. I didn't think he tried a quick pitch. Uh, you know, I know it's a it's a judgment call on the ump. I didn't see anything else. I, I didn't see like a you know a twitch or anything like that. Uh, but to me, he he got the sign. He came set, and to me, he was set long enough. But apparently, they didn't, and they called the balk on him. But uh, it it didn't make sense to me. Now, the Hernandez balk that they called, yeah, that. That there was bad. I honestly, I didn't know what the hell Hernandez was doing. Um, why, why he? I don't know if he just got in his head too much or or, or what. But uh, it was like a brain fart or something. His foot definitely went forward as in, and then he, he threw it over to first base. I I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know what he was. Uh, I don't know what he was doing. Um, how about how about the uh, Carlos Santana catch behind first base? I thought that was a hell of a catch by him. His defense just continues to amaze. I mean, they were in a, uh, an infield shift. He was actually uh, even further away from first base, the first base line. He was playing, I guess you could say, almost second base position, shallow second base. But to go clear back towards the uh, fence there, the netting, to make that overhead catch, man, that was that was impressive. I. I, I honestly would not mind if the Pirates could could keep uh, Santana around next year as well. I mean, let's let's think about it. it, it there's no realistic first base prospect in their system that's really ready. So I, I would have zero issues with the Pirates trying to work a deal to keep Santana around next year. Um, the the double by Kutch uh, to start off the inning, and they didn't score him from second. There's just no excuse for that. You've got to get him in. And I just it, – it, this is the shit like this with Pirates that just kills me. Uh, it did finally happen when Kutch got on and Reynolds doubled him in. But, man, they got to start getting these guys that lead off and get on base. They got to get them in. That shit's just killing them. But uh, one of the big things I wanted to get on talk about was uh, – was, was, Juwan Bay last night, he was just absolutely horrendous on the base paths. I, I just the pickoff. I don't. I don't know if the kid's just not paying attention or studying the pitcher. Uh, he just he he didn't even get that far off the bag. He just he just got he just got fooled. I I, I don't I don't know. I don't know what his deal was last night. Then the taking off for third. When he rounded the bag and then stopping halfway, you know, I, I, the play, the, he looks safe to me, like when they showed the replay, but, but in the end, you shouldn't even have to worry about 
you know, needing to have a replay to see whether or not he was out or safe because it should have never happened in the first place. That kid was just – he was a mess last night on the base pass. Uh, and it's a shame because and, – and I get it. He doesn't have a lot of power. It, it, he does, but it, it comes it comes every – it's very seldom you're going to see a power hit from Bay. Uh, but he does get on base a lot. I mean, his average is up to 264. Uh, you know, I, I just – there's just a lot of mistakes with this kid. Um, but, you know, he's – here's the thing. There's a lot of anti-Bay people out there, I've noticed. Um, and the thing I want you guys to understand is, like, he's young. Like, this this is a part of the process, or you know, at least you hope so. It, it, you hope it doesn't continue and it never ends, but, but it shouldn't. I mean, you'd like to think he grows and gets better and develops. and, and But I don't know. I guess we'll see. Um. Dwayne Underwood Jr., he was once again not that good. Um, like I said, I don't know if something's wrong with the guy or what, because he, you know, there was a time frame where he was doing really well, and then all of a sudden, I don't know, he just, he's giving up the long ball, uh, leaving pitches right over the plate. Uh, and if he doesn't, then it doesn't look like his control's that great. Uh, two innings last night, he had an earned run, uh, two Ks, no walks. Uh, like I said, gave up the home run. Uh, his ERA is now up to 540. So, you know, it, I don't know. I don't know if there's something wrong with the guy or not, but he claims there isn't, but I don't know. Um, the, the Pirates' first inning woes. I, I, don't, I don't know what's going on with them in the first inning, but there's just something about the first. I used to think it was the young guys, maybe they just got to sell down. But in the last, like, four or five games, almost every – one of them, they have given up a first inning home run, or they or they give up a run or two in general in the first inning. It's just constantly they're starting off and they're putting themselves down. And I don't, you know, just something that they gotta they gotta figure out a way to, to avoid. I mean, I, I had a teaser said and done. I, I don't know, you know, just don't don't put pitches over the freaking plate so they can they can crush them. That'd be the first thing they could try to do to do. But I, I don't know. Um, I thought Shelter should have pulled Hill. As soon as two guys got on in the sixth inning, I don't, I don't know what he was thinking. I don't know why he gave Hill another shot. Clearly, he was done. Uh, it's just another one of those things where Shelton just doesn't know when to go to the bullpen or, or when to give his guys chances. I it, it, Clearly, there's a big difference in Hill last night, a 43-year-old guy who looked spent. And the other day with with Keller, who you could tell was fine, he he could have easily went back out there the way he was pitching. There's clearly a difference, but 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 Sheldon just doesn't see it, doesn't notice it. I I don't know. Um, but yeah, just Rich Hill on the night. By the way, uh, he five point five. I'm sorry, five point one innings pitched, seven hits, five earned runs, two walks, nine Ks. Like he was doing well. Like. Like, I, the five runs sounds bad in 5.1 innings, but in my opinion, he, he actually did well. His, his coach just left him in too long, in my opinion. And, I, you know, I, I just, that's that's my, you know, I, I thought he did really well. There was innings where he just looked dominant. And, but you could tell he was spent and he didn't get pulled. Um, Pirates hitting, again, just only six hits this time. Um, and I, and I think that really the, the, the guys that produced that was only, 
Yeah, I mean, it was it was Kutch with two, Reynolds with one, and then Palacios had a hit and Bay with two hits. And that's that's literally it. Four people produced those hits. Uh, 0 for 4 with runners in scoring position because uh, the hit with the hit with where Kutch score doesn't count because he was on first base. Uh, but, yeah, I, I just, I don't know. They just weren't hitting the ball well either, really. Um, but they had chances. They had chances. But mental mistakes, like I said, with Bay, and just I don't know, just a just a shitty just a shitty game to watch last night. Um, my least valuable player for last night. It, it's I'm sorry, I got to pick Bay. I, I just I, a lot of mental mistakes are being made by him, like I said, and last night I, it cost them twice, and, and that that shit's getting annoying. <laughs> just to be honest. Uh, my MVP of the game uh, was Kutch. Uh, I picked Kutch because I mean he had two hits. He got he got walked. So the guy was he got on base a lot last night. So and he's got a bang average now. He's got it up to two sixty four, which is really good uh, for Kutch. I mean, so I I, I don't know. I, I so I decided to go with because I could, you know I almost. I was tempted to go with Rich Hill anyways, despite the five runs and five innings, just just for the pure fact of how well he's been he's, he he was doing before that sixth inning. But, um, but yeah. So, all right, moving on. I was going to do round of division. Uh, Milwaukee won last night, so they're back ahead of the Pirates, uh, leading the division twenty six and twenty two. Um, Chicago won last night as well, so now they're all, uh, they're four and a half back of the Brewers at 21-26. St. Louis uh, won last night as well, so they're 22-28. and 28. They're a half game back of the Cubs that are in third. And then Cincinnati is 20-28. and 28. Uh, They're 3-7. and seven. They're really, really bad. They lost their game last night. Um, all right, so getting on to what I was talking about yesterday, um, I asked the question of of who who do we think is going to get called up out of the top prospects of Gonzalez, Pagaro, Endy, Davis, and Priester, and you know I think honestly it's going to be Pagaro, and the reason why I feel that way is because uh, lately down in the minors he's been doing really good. Um, I was looking at it here and. In his last uh, seven games, uh, he's got seven hits, four runs. He's got a double. He's got two home runs, six RBIs, uh, batting three thirty-three with a three ninety-one on base percentage, a slugging six six seven, and his OPS is one point zero five eight. So Pagaro is is really starting to heat up. Uh, and you know, if you want to compare him to the other guys' games that I mentioned. Um, another reason why I could see him getting caught up over them is the fact that he's got over 1,300 play appearances in the minors. And he's been the longest prospect in the Pirates system under Ben Charrington. Remember, this was the guy that they traded Marte for. Uh, Bagar was, was the main piece, him and uh, Malone, but uh, Brendan Malone. But Bagaro was the, was the main hitting piece in that deal uh, when uh, Charrington took over. So he's been he's been in the pirate system under Charrington for a while now, and um, so I could easily see 
uh, I could see him getting the call. I mean, look, you think about it, right? They, with Henry Davis, you already saw Charrington's already said that they're not gonna, they're not going to. He's going to stay in AAA for now and 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 get more uh, time catching. They said he's got to catch. He's got to catch. Got to catch. Even though they're putting him in the right field a lot, we have to ignore that. But uh, but yeah, so. Davis ain't going to get caught up anytime soon. I, I I don't think so. I think at best you're looking at Davis get uh, caught up to AAA. But that will not be until after ND hopefully gets caught up to the Pirates. But again, that's another thing. They want to see him develop more as a catcher too. So I don't, I'm not even sure ND gets caught up at the end of June. For all I know, they, they, they could they could wait till September when they can when they can have a 40-man roster actually in the dugout. So I, I don't know. I honestly don't know if, when, if I just don't see any, even at this point getting caught up before say Pagaro. I could, I could say that maybe Gonzalez gets caught up. Uh, but the thing about Gonzalez is right now he's got like 47 K's in 160 appearances, but Pagaro has 28 K's in like 178 appearances. So, Pagaro is keeping his K rate down a lot better than Gonzalez is. Now Pagaro, he's got he's got 10, 10 errors on uh, fielding, but only three of them are at second base. So in theory, you could call Pagaro up and plug him in at second base because Mocano is is locked it down at shortstop. So I could see that happening that way, you know, because you have just got to think about it. If you're gonna call Bagara up, I mean, who's who's he worth replacing? So Castro's got the pop, but Castro hasn't been a great fielder for the Pirates this season, and it's the same thing with Bay. Bay hasn't been a great fielder either, so it only makes sense that, and that, in fact, to the point where that's all that Castro and uh, Bay been playing lately is second base. So if you can replace them with a better fielding second baseman. That also has got some pop and, and, and can hit the ball for average, possibly. And maybe you got something here. So that's, uh, you know, that that's one of the reasons why I I could easily see uh, Pagaro getting the call. I mean, Priester, he's a pitcher. He's one of their top pitching prospects. Again, it's just like with Davis, he's a a one of their and, and Andy a, a prize possession verse, and they're gonna make sure beyond a shadow of a doubt that he is ready to go when they call him up. And two, they're going to they're gonna manipulate the, the Super 2. They're going to manipulate the extra year of control. They're going to do all that, especially with a guy like Priester. Because Priester's been doing really good uh, in the month of May. I think I saw he has a 1.14 ERA. So he's been doing really well uh, this month. But I still don't, I don't, I don't see it happening anytime soon. Because look at the rotation. I mean, you're about to have Velasquez back, so technically you got Ortiz. are probably gonna be sending back down. So I really, right now, you could you could argue that Priester's locked, if you will. Um, but I don't, I just don't, I just don't see that. I, I could, I could literally see Pagaro getting caught up ahead of all the other names mentioned. Priester, in fact, he's been in the Pirate system the longest under Ben Charrington, and he's starting to heat up. Like and, and like I said, his K rate's lower than Gonzalez. He only has three years at second base. That's a position they could plug him in at. Because they're look because because here's here's the thing. 
Castro and, and Bay and all of them, they all had their their individual things that they're they're good at, right? With with Bay, it's the speed. With Castro, it's the pop. But none of them have those things combined to where you know you want to have an overall polished player, if you will, uh, in all the categories that you want. Pagaro could give them that. He could give them that guy with the pop, with 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 the the fielding uh, a better fielding and and, and speed. Pagaro is not slow at all. He's he's fast. So I I could see I could see Pagaro definitely being the one caught up ahead of the rest of these guys. Now I get that's disappointing. I I, I get it. I, I I would love to see Andy Rodriguez get called up. I I've had enough of Austin Hedges' 150-something batting average. I had enough of delay the other day and the five wild pitches that got past him and the throwing air and just being an absolute mess behind the dish. But it's 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 not going to happen. I, like I said, I think at the earliest end of June, and that's hoping, hoping that they'll go ahead and call Andy up. But they're going to they're gonna take their sweet-ass time with this. And... and I just like I said, and Pagaro has been I called up Pagaro last year if I remember correctly. He got a little cup of coffee with him, so I, I could I could if Pagaro heats up over the next couple weeks, I could I could see it happening. Especially if if Castro and Bay continue to struggle, and it's a part of the process like I said earlier with them developing. However, comma if if the Pirates continue to be competing for the division. I, I, I could definitely see it happening with Pagaro if he, if he heats up, if he continues to heat up like he's been the last week. All right, moving on. Um, the Pirates tonight, or today, I'm sorry, today they play at 1235. Uh, it's going to be Martin Perez taking on uh, Johan Oviedo. Uh, it's a lefty this time, so uh, I honestly expect uh, Connor Joe and Castro and since it's a day game, delay to be in the lineup today. And I expect Bay and Palacios and Hedges to sit. Um, the cool thing about the lineup today is with Joe and Castro in there, we could have a lot more pop in the lineup. And then with delay in there, uh, it's not going to be like they're throwing to a pitcher where it's an automatic out. So I could definitely, I could definitely see maybe the Pirates maybe have – yeah, I have a little better luck than yesterday. I'll put it that way. They'll probably put up more than one run today. But uh, you just never know. But all right, guys, that's all I have for today. Uh, if you're enjoying the podcast, subscribe. I'd appreciate it. Uh, I'm on 10 different networks. Feel free to subscribe on any of them. Uh, subscribing is free, uh, but I appreciate it, though. Uh, I'm also on the Steelers Sanctuary podcast uh, with Dave Ribeiro from SteelersSanctuary.com. Um we're going to be having uh, Vince Williams uh, on the show uh, very soon. And uh, I think you Steelers fans will look very forward to that. Um, if you can subscribe to that as well, I'd appreciate it. Uh, but all right, guys, that's all I have. Take care. I'm out.